Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. So 75. So 75. I'm Zach. He's Ty. We are the No Structure Podcast. Hey. Welcome to a new episode. Oh, right before we get into hot headlines. So I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's we've talked about this quite uh, a lot just between us. But uh, rest in peace, DMX. I did want to say that before we get started off. Yeah, that happened right after we recorded the last episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like maybe like an hour later. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yep. Rest in peace, DMX, man. I just, yeah, that one. Huge that- fucking loss. That one sucked. Even if you weren't like the biggest DMX fan, if you grew up in the generation that we grew up in, like, you know, the 2000s, we were teenagers, like you mm-hmm. had some moment connected to some DMX song or movie like there's you definitely was, were skating on the skating rink when X going to give it to you. Okay, well, right. Yeah, right. So. Get pumped up before games to that song. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. God, that's a tough loss. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, all right. Hot headlines. Yeah, um. I don't know if you saw this about um, they're now using dogs to sniff out coronavirus. Oh, I think you're going to say that they were using dogs to uh, they they have like robot dogs now that the police are using. I mean, they do. That's a whole, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so they uh, I, I remember this headline was a, a, a while ago, too, where they were doing this at like NBA games or something where they were going to have dogs try and sniff out. So as of right now, they have eight Labradors and one um, Belgian Malinois that can sniff out uh, COVID-19 with a 96% accuracy, which I think is pretty, yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. Um, what that means in the future, I don't know. Fucking Marley going, going <laughs> hand in the crazy. background. Yeah. I'm telling uh, you, she wants to be the third co-host. No, we don't need, we don't need those problems. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's interesting because imagine like going somewhere and the dog is just like going hand, like just barking, just fucking barking at you. And it's because yeah. you have COVID, you know what I mean? And you don't even know you have COVID, so you just right. have dog like sniffing your ass and just right. barking at you. You're like, I don't have any drugs, man. Yeah. It's like, no, this is a COVID dog, actually. Damn, that's crazy. Did, did it say in the article like where they're using these dogs at already? So they're um, it's a proof of concept study, so they're not using them yet. Oh, got you. Okay. But it seems like it's gonna be inevitable that they're gonna bring these uh, these dogs into play. So. For sure. Like, yeah, I remember that headline a while ago about them doing that possibly at the, the heat game. So I could definitely see them doing that for like sporting events and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder what well, happens though. Like, do you get arrested on the spot? Like, yeah, well, maybe, you? well, maybe they do it when you're coming in. So they just deny your entry if they smell mm-hmm. COVID on you. I guess. Yeah, but you got COVID and you run all these people. You've seen uh, Monsters, yeah. Inc. Yeah. I mean, when they, you said what? I said it's been a long time, but yeah. Yeah, so like when they go into the kids' room, they come out if they have like a kid's article of clothing on them, like it's considered like they're contaminated. So these oh, right. guys in hazmat suits jump on them. I imagine that scenario happening if you like if a dog barks at you, yeah, at a heat game. You know what I mean? That'd be wild. Because you just you have go COVID nineteen. You just go for a nice night at the at the heat, whatever American Airlines Arena, and you, all of a sudden you find out you got COVID. You got a dog attacking you. Yeah, and you got five people beating your ass trying to put you in a hazmat cage yeah that reminds me of et too when they like hazmat his house and do you remember that and uh do you remember right. ET? i mean I, that's been 
watched bits and pieces of that movie. Oh yeah, I mean bits and pieces, Reese's pieces. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's the only scene that I saw in it. I'm gonna be honest. And oh, then really? at, at the end, where they had like multiple ET guys, right? It was like oh, I don't, I don't remember that. It, that was, I've only seen that movie maybe like twice. I wasn't really the biggest yeah. fan of it. I think it was before our time, to be honest. It wasn't our style kids show. Yeah, most of the kids shows, I think around that age, we were watching more of like cartoonish type of stuff, not fucking Steven Spielberg alien movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Did you see the new trailer for Fast and Furious? No. What number are they on? Uh, I think it's nine, but they're Mm -hmm. going into space. Apparently, I promise you, remember we joked about this on some episodes. Yeah. There's a uh, clip in it where Tyrese and Ludacris are like in this like SpaceX looking thing with a car. It's, It's weird. But um, Han's back, the dude mm. that supposedly died. Um, ben Diesel has a brother who's being played by John Cena in it. Really? I'm like, dude. I'm actually know, surprised I... that uh, Tyrese is in it. Because remember, he had like that falling out or like that weird beef because. Um, yeah, he had beef with The Rock. The, the Rock, yeah, because they were going to do the, the Calvin and Hobbes. Is it Calvin right. and Hobbes? No, not Calvin and Hobbes. Shaw. Shaw? Shaw and Hobbes. Hobbes and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. So, sure. uh, maybe I don't yeah. know. I never saw it, so I don't really. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah. I wonder is that going to still be going on? Like, are they going to kill the Rock off of this movie? Like the the Fast. And I don't even know if I want to watch it. I say that, but I'm going to end up watching it. Me, I'm gonna watch it on the flight. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Flights also- is where I watch movies that I just don't want to watch at home. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're also talking about in the future there's a possibility of a Jurassic Park Fast and Furious crossover. I was like, all right, guys. All right, man. What? Like, come on. Vin Diesel's going to be fighting fucking T-Rexes? I will say one crossover that I'm disappointed that didn't come out was um, 21 Jump Street and Men in Black. Oh, that was supposed to be one? Yeah, with um, Jonah Hill and... Yeah. What's the other dude's name? Uh, Channing Tatum. Channing yeah. Tatum. Channing yeah. Tatum. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Drake. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking Drake ruined that for me. I can't even call him by his real name. Fucking Chaining Tatum. That's uh, so funny. Did, how many uh, 21 Jump Streets did they do? Two, right? I think there's like two of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised I mean, they didn't keep going with that. That was a good movie or a good series. Yeah. I mean, recently they only had two of them, but I'm pretty sure that was like an old show back in the day. Oh yeah, right. And then wasn't yeah. um, who was the other character that was in, in the last one? It was uh, it's he's a little brother of somebody, and he's always in shit. Uh, James James Franco's little brother. Oh, I was Donnie, the, Donnie Donnie Franco. I was called the Franco brother. Yeah, Donnie Johnny, one of those. I don't know. The Franco <laughs> brothers are dope though, acting. Yeah. Oh, you know, also going off the Fast and Furious thing real quick though, did they try to get Ja Rule to do the sequels, and he? he backed out because they weren't going to pay him enough money for it. And then that's how Ludacris ended up getting uh, casted in those movies. Really? Yeah. Talk about dropping the fucking ball on that one. That's like uh, Will Smith doing Wild Wild West instead of The Matrix. Which is still crazy to me. Do you like Wild Wild West? I love it. Fucking love that movie. <laughs> that movie's fucking weird. You don't like that movie? It's cool. I mean, I'm fucking not, that's like, like I want to watch ever again, I don't think. Oh, man. Loveless and his octopus like uh crab spider looking wheelchair thing man that movie oh yeah dope. was a who was the chick in there too somebody that was fine uh shit. Penelope, was it penelope cruz uh sama Hayek. oh yeah Samahai. pretty sure it's sama Hayek, yeah oh and uh just so that everybody knows that uh mia toretto that's uh like the love interest for paul walker in that movie in the fast and furious movies oh yeah 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 
still fine. Still fine as fuck. She's a very pretty woman. Yeah, with respectfully, because it's weird. You know. Yeah. Um, New Zealand. Some more great news coming from these motherfuckers. Man, they stay with the the good news. They do. Um, So by 2025, they're not going to allow um, people that were born after uh, 2004 to buy cigarettes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think that's kind of a... Wait, so people born after 2004 cannot buy cigarettes? Yes. Oh, hmm. Did they give a reason for that? It's part of a plan to make the nation smoke-free. Oh, wow. Pretty straightforward plan. Pretty wow. straightforward uh, uh, plan of action. So Yeah. Shout out to them, man. They're tra- it's, it always seems like New, e- New-, New England, yeah. New Zealand is trying to do something to better their people. Real shit. And better their, probably the environment and everything down there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> uh, Coinbase goes public. This is pretty uh, interesting news. I think they, I forgot what the... Oh, the valuation was a hundred billion dollar valuation when they went public. Did you see that Nas is um, like a big stakeholder in that company? Dude, Nas has been killing all of his investments. He did that one. He did Ring. There was mm. another one. He made quite a bit of money. And uh, Katie also he got in with his business partner Rich Kleinman, and I believe they made one point six billion off of this uh, company going public. Nice. Yeah, I I knew so IPOs obviously. Are, kind of sketch if you want to get into it because usually there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that um, a lot of people don't know or there's a lot of hype so the prices shoot up real fast and they'll drop off I literally called that it was going to shoot up to close to 400 and drop right back down close to 30 and went yeah. up to 380 dropped all the way right back down to 320 damn that's crazy called that shit. Uh, Nas made 100 million dollars uh, allegedly off of his original investment I saw that um he made or he was potentially going to make a hundred million dollars based off of the hundred and fifty dollar valuation, but it came out over oh. three hundred dollars. So he might have doubled that. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Nas is killing it out here, man. We gotta you know what? Everybody's gotta stop with the Nas jokes because you know, he might pick bad beats, but he picks good investments. That's real. And that's the one that matters. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, nearly 70% of Icelanders have a Costco membership, but the weird thing nice. about that is there's only one Costco in the whole country. Oh, interesting. So they, they all go to the same Costco? I guess. Yeah. Huh. Imagine being a Costco employee there. Like, everyone knows who you are. Yeah, in the whole country. The whole country, yeah. At least Man. 70% of the people in the that's country. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, I guess 70%. That is, that's pretty crazy. And you know how crazy packed wall, or uh, Costco's get, so I can only imagine if there's only one, how nuts that Costco is. Or maybe they just really don't have people there in that country. Could be. Yeah, I don't know what their population or anything like that is. So, yeah, maybe it could be. Yeah. You said that that was where? Greenland? It was uh, uh, Iceland. Iceland. Iceland is green and Greenland is ice, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's true to this day, but yeah. Uh, well, I learned that from Mighty Ducks, so if that's wrong, you can thank them. Yeah, I learned that because that was just a thing that people said all the time. Like, oh, you know, they tricked these people and they called it this because, you know, they don't want them to come over here. And whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Um, so there was this post that this guy made the other day. Apparently, You know who Normani is, the singer? No. She um she had a couple like big records. She's a black R&B singer. Um, trying to think of they were trying to make her like the next girl. This was like a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. uh, she still does music every once in a while. But um, 
there was a celebrity makeup artist that called her out for because he did her makeup and then she didn't tag him in a post mm-hmm. like after she did the makeup and everything like not giving him credit for his work and it sparked this whole online controversy about like photographers and video editors and all of that getting tagged in this stuff because you know it's the potential for them to reach other people through the celebrity would be huge so what do you think about that like as far as uh like, do you think that it's it's an obligation for these people to give the creatives credit? Like, we don't go and give our barber credit every time he gives us a haircut. I mean, obviously, we're not Normani or one of these people, but it just seems kind of weird that people are so invested in this. Um, I mean, I think once you buy a product, I don't think you're obligated to do anything unless, like, your contract states you have to. That's pretty much it. I know if I were to buy a beat from somebody, I'm not shouting them out unless it's, like, my guy or something like that. Or unless they yeah. did, like, some above and beyond shit. Like, for what? Right. The contract literally says that they have to have their tag in my song or something. Yeah. I mean, I get both sides of it. Like, I I understand why people would be upset because that is shining a huge light on creatives. But at the same time, if you're just looking for the validation from it, it's it kind of takes away from your your work. If you're just like screaming on the Internet about how you're not getting tagged and stuff and then other people are not going to want to work with you. Okay, let me put it the other way. So if I were to be selling a product and if I were to be doing makeup for somebody, mm-hmm. random thing to say out loud, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if I were in to be al- doing, in alternate universe. Right, right. If I were to be doing makeup for somebody um, and they didn't fucking shout me out, but they paid me for my services, like, like okay, like that's it. That's the transaction. Tra- uh, transaction complete. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why, why is there an expectation for more? Yeah. And also, if you do great enough work i'm sure that that person will hire you back again and eventually you're going to start being around their circle of people who are going to suggest you to other people like people are so quick to want the the shout out rather than actually like putting in the work like they want right. the, the, the cheat code instead of actually you know mm-hmm. doing what needs to be done so yeah i mean i can see both ways but yeah I, when i was reading that i was like eh. Eh. <laughs> yeah i mean what is that called like a like a baggy begging chooser, something like that. Some yeah, something Cho- like that. Choosy beggar. Uh, beggars can't be choosers. What? You know what I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to say. Yeah. 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 Um. So they're trying to alter mosquito gut genes to make them spread anti-malaria genes to the next generation, so that um they can curb the malaria spread. I think that's interesting. Science is pretty crazy. Yeah. Didn't we um have a headline before something about mosquitoes? They were trying to do something like that also. Yeah, I think they're always trying to do some mos- mosquitoes because they yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah, they're trying <laughs> to find uh, some reason to validate their existence. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck mosquitoes, bro. Damn, that's crazy. Science is uh, science is an interesting thing. Like, they, they really try whatever they can. And Yeah, yeah on the surface, it looks cool. like magic. It's really weird. Yeah, it's almost like alchemy. Yeah. Like, you're literally much. changing somebody's DNA into something else. Well, not somebody uh insects dna into something else but yeah yeah that's pretty nuts uh the european union is um weighing on full bands of ai systems that manipulate human behavior score individuals socially and survey people indiscriminately i think that that's really interesting because that does seem like our future um the part that actually sticks out to me the most is the individual uh social scores Mm -hmm. pretty sure they do that in china now oh really so is it like a point system based on like your credit and 
Well, it's yeah, pretty much like um, like if you don't have like a qualifying score, like you yourself, you you don't get the best of treatment places. You don't get the best, I don't know, service. Uh, you and probably don't get to participate in things. Yeah, it's, it is fucked up. Yeah, but if you're a fucked up person, I mean, I guess it works for them. But then I feel like yeah. it's it blankets to a lot of people because maybe a lot of people could accidentally get manipulated into being looked at as negative, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. And then, like, if you think about it, like, maybe you do one thing that gets you a negative score that, you know, like, for the rest of your life gets you a fucking 2 out of 10 or something. It's that easy for credit scores right now in the United States to, you know, accidentally fuck up your credit when you're probably a good person, you know? Right. Yeah. You take you do take one bad loan or, you know, you overspend on a credit card. It's really easy to fall into a pit very fast. Right. right. And that doesn't say anything about your character. So, no. But then again, you could just be a reckless spender. <laughs> right. There's always those yeah. people, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. The only one I had left was the uh, the, sh- the shooting of Dante. Right. Did, mm-hmm. did you see that where with the tasers whole situation? Yeah. I guess we should give some facts on it first. So he was pulled over by police for apparently he had his tags out and then they claimed that he had too many air fresheners or something in his windshield. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, and when they ran his plates, they found out he had a warrant for his arrest because he didn't show up to one of his zoom court dates. It ended up turning out that he missed the court date because they sent the, the like notice of warrant or notice of court date or whatever to the wrong address. Mm. Um, the police officers attempted to detain him and he got back in his car to try and I guess flee, um, and that's when the officer drew her ta- or her taser, what she thought was her taser, which was actually her gun, and then ended up shooting him. This shit is crazy, man. She was on the force for twenty six years. You mean to tell me you don't know the difference between a fucking taser and a gun? Yeah, I am in no way trying to defend her because I don't know the situation. Like I didn't watch the situation, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even know if there's a video. I'm not gonna watch it. Um, but I mean. Did you see the video? I did see the video, yeah. Um, did it look like she was, like, scrambling for something? Like, for her taser? It's kind of hard to see, but, it, yeah. she. I mean, she's, like, wrestling around for something, and she says, like, four or five times before she actually shoots him, I'm going to shoot you with a taser. Like, I there was think probably, it's... like, a six or seven second window between when she drew the taser and when she actually sh- – or when she drew her gun and she actually shot him. I just think it's extremely weird how you pull out a gun and don't like you, you see it's a gun. You feel it's a gun. Guns right. are heavy. Yeah. It's like I think it's tasers? two and a half pounds or something heavier than a taser. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, I, and tasers are different color. You can't nor- normally. Right. So if you pick that up, you put the gun, the gun is going to be in front of your face when you're aiming it at somebody. Right. You have, you have two things already that tell you that it's wrong when you pick it up and it's too heavy and you put it in front of your face and you see it's not a, a taser. Like I don't necessarily buy that it was an accident. Maybe it was, I don't know. I don't buy it because police have a really bad fucking track record of shooting unarmed. Especially black this people. week, this week the, the police have been fucking wilding. Right. So it's, I can't believe that I can't, um, yeah. Is it going to be ruled as a homicide? Probably not because she's no. a cop. Is well, it going to be ruled they're charging, as they're charging manslaughter? Manslaughter, yeah. Is what oh, really? With, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, but we yeah. always see what happens and it's fucking stupid. I mean, this is the, my thing too, is like, you know, the people that are so against, um, you know, police reform, like you're against even just getting them proper training. 
Like right. these, these situations uh, hypothetically or uh, theoretically could be avoided with proper training. Now she's been on the force for 26 years, but from my understanding, they, they teach co- or they train cops to have the taser on their non-dominant hand and the gun on their dominant one. Mm-hmm. So if she's been doing this for 26 years, you would have had to assume that she knew which side she should be pulling from. Like the, the math is not adding up on this one. I guess really what it comes down to is maybe if cops, if this was like the first time a cop has shot an unarmed black man, then I'd be like, oh yeah, maybe it was an accident, but this is like the millionth. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't, I can't see this as an accident. Yeah. I, I can't, can't either. I, I can't, I can't. I can't even give you the benefit of the doubt anymore either because right. it's happened so fucking much. Like I can't sit here and say, okay, maybe, you know, this is, was just a fucked up situation and that, you know, she was in the heat of the moment and things like that. But man, with everything going on with cops and this only happening uh, 10 minutes from where George Floyd was killed, mm-hmm. like this seems like, I don't know. I don't want to like conspiracy theory or anything, but this just seems strange. All the times with the trial and this happening right now. Like to to transfer attention, I don't know about transfer attention, but maybe like retribution. Like you know that their their police force is taking quite the beating in this George Floyd uh, mm. trial. You know, like maybe she's also I think on the police union. You know, so maybe she in a in a moment of anger, she made a choice that she wouldn't normally make because she's so hyped and angered about what's going on with the the other case. Right. So, um. I've heard this, you know, being talked about a lot when they say like, there's some jobs that you just can't have accidents. Yeah. This is one of them. Like that one. Yeah. Doctors, like if a doctor kills somebody on the operating table, they can be held liable for that. And cops have that qualified immunity thing where they can't be held liable for these, these killings. It's like if a doctor just accidentally snipped the, like the wrong artery or something like, oops, like you can't oops that shit, man. You know what I mean? Like it's someone's life. I'll, t- I'll tell you too, my grandma had surgery back in like the 70s and the cops or the cops, the doctor cut in the wrong place and mm. like fucked up some stuff internally for her. And she ended up suing the hospital and getting like a major payday and all this stuff back in the 70s. But like they were they had to be held liable and the hospital even ended up shutting down right. because that happened. Wow. Dang. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. And she's Actually, messed I up think for, you told me for that life. Before. Yeah, she's messed up for life because of that like she still has health problems from that surgery. Mm. Putting down the whole hospital is crazy. Like that must have been a fucking payday. I think initially it was. I mean, she gets you know. So uh, what's it called? Like a. We don't have to talk about her business. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut that we part. don't have to do that. Yeah, but um, no, I just I don't believe this shit, man. Honestly, like, again, like I can't I can't give cops the benefit of the doubt anymore, man. You guys are doing this. It seems like every week now there's a new police. Union. There was just a guy that was shot in Portland today, homeless guy by the police. Yeah, stupid. Like it seems like an act of war again of police against people. Which I don't know why, because they are people too. Like they're the people too. Yeah. Like as soon as you put the badge on, now you're just this exterminator. Like I don't understand that. You yeah, I mean? you guys aren't fucking hitmen. You guys are you guys are uh public servants that are supposed to be protecting and making people feel safe. And then you've been doing the exact opposite of that for the last right. forever, actually, yeah. to be honest with you. Forever, yeah. 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 So rest in peace to um Recipes to Dante Wright, man. That was that's really sad stuff. And George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor, and everybody that or Emmanuel Ellis, like everybody, man. This is the list goes on. This shit is so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you have any more for hot headlines? 
I don't, but my allergies are fucking crazy, man. Oh, you just mean in general? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Have you been taking any allergies? Man, I got the fucking nasal spray, which mm-hmm. I never do that. And it's funny because you were telling us last time about yeah. how your grandpa was on that shit. Uh, Shout out my grandpa because if he ever hears it, he might kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I took it. I'm like, um, I'm very intimidated by that little ass bottle. Yeah, man. What if you put too much and you like get a fucking headache from it? Like, well, I don't commit. So the first time, like, I was like, ooh, you know what I mean? So I like instead of it spraying, it like literally squirted in my nose and like ooh. dripped out. Yeah, and I was like, man, I don't know if I can do it, man. But yeah. then I, the next day I did it because I'm like, you know what? I already squirted a little in there. I'm just not gonna fuck with it, whatever. And then yeah. the next day I did it, and I was like, it it works really fast, but squirting water up your fucking nose is not nah, comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not- uh, I think the best allergy medicine I've taken, speaking of Costco, is the Costco brand one. Like the mm. over-the-counter, uh, it's the one that comes in the blue box, Clarity, and that shit don't even work anymore. I take mm. it, it works for like two hours, and I'm right back to stuffy nose and red eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Usually, I just kind of ride it out, but we'll see. I tried because they t- they say that you, you should do that because it like builds up antihistamines if you don't take the allergy pills but i'm like it, how long is it going to take for these antihistamines because i'm suffering over here right yeah, yeah. i think we're getting old bro and that's all that is yeah man i've had heartburn for like the last two days damn yeah you old bro <laughs> that's the 30s talking oh man um what are some things when it comes to your vocabulary that you would want to change man the first word that came to uh to, to mind was saying the word bruh oh really like- I feel like we're too old for that shit and i feel like it it makes me feel like a, i'm in high school again whenever i use that that word mm. i try so hard not to do it but it's for some reason it comes out all the time it's like ingrained into me it doesn't sound weird when you say it to me i feel like since it's uh so natural when you say it it mm-hmm. doesn't come off like triggering you know what i mean like it sounds natural yeah i don't know it just makes me feel kind of uh i don't know i feel it I got, you know, like there's when people get older, they hang on to lingo from when they were younger, too. I mean, there's a lot of people that still use lingo that they were using back in the 90s and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a dude that I work with right now. And whenever I do something apparently cool to him, he's like groovy. (laughs) Yeah, I used to say uh, righteous, righteous a lot. Did you? It's like, oh, that's righteous. Oh, interesting. Oh, do you remember high school? You said, oh, yup. Yup. I'm so glad I got rid of that. Speaking of like he was a actually, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he yeah, I'm pretty, to... yeah, I'm pretty sure that was my <laughs> speaking of influence. That was my influence was. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say for me, something that I want to stop doing is saying like unnecessarily. Yeah, I'm, I have a terrible, like it, like it's a, it's like a crutch. It is. It yeah. really is a crutch. Yeah, saying like, saying um, I say um a lot. I I think I've reduced it quite a bit especially doing this podcast because we get to talk a lot so we get to kind of um work on what we want to work on when it comes to how we speak um another one would be cussing i would say i want to cut that out a little bit but at the same time i feel like they add a little spice to my sentences yeah i I don't necessarily want correctly yeah i don't think that i just say them just like throw them out there yeah, like just the I, same. I know I definitely use cuss words as a crutch too sometimes. Like if I'm in, in between words, I'll be just I'll put throw a fuck in there for no reason. Yeah. But that actually leads to my next one. Um being uh oh yeah, 
leads to my next one when it comes to me trying to say something overly complicated, like trying to find a bigger word than I have to. The like, TI? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I can just keep it simple. Why not? Yeah. I mean, and I then, do that same thing too. But then that goes back to the cussing thing where now my sentence becomes basic. So I spice it up with a cuss word instead of using a, like a bigger word, or I'll sit there and I'll say, um, because I'm trying to think of the word. Like I'm literally like scrolling in my head. Like, right. is there a bigger word I can use? You know? <laughs> yeah. But I, I should just, just talk. I should just talk. Don't try to yeah. fight it. Don't try to improve it. Just get my message across my idea across the other person understands what I'm trying to say. It's all that matters. Yeah. Another one I'm going to try and stop doing uh, a lot of is playing the pause game. Uh, pause is funny, but I mean, we are getting kind of older. It kind of seems immature when we play the pause game, but sometimes it's a little, it's a little hard not to, uh, it's a little hard not to play the pause guy. game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think I like, that's what she said more than pause. Cause pause is just kind of like a, it's almost like just homophobic, like no homo. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like that's one of the reasons why I don't want to use it anymore. Like try not to use it anymore because I don't want it to feel like it's a slight towards that. It's just like something that we grew up on. It's not like it's mm. something that I'm trying to like say pause because you know, it, it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it just like insinuates homophobia and I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, and I hope that people know that when we do the pause thing, it's not because of the homophobia stuff. It's just like a joking thing. Right. Like it's not a. It's not with any malice intention behind it. Just a dumb game. Yeah, dumb, dumb, youthful game. Yeah, um, going back on those uh, the bigger word thing. I think when I do find the bigger word that I'm trying to say, sometimes I don't come across as confident when I say it. So it's like, mm. why am I saying this anyway? You don't have the conviction behind it. Yeah. That's yeah. a good that's a good word. Conviction, yeah. Yeah. Like it. Like everything of the way that conviction sounds sounds good. I think that this podcast has definitely helped with my vocabulary. Like I've been trying to find different words to say the same things because since we have to talk so much, I don't want it to sound like them just regurgitating the same words over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like my biggest phrase that I say actually a phrase that I say often that I wish that I had just a list of different ways to say it would be at the end of the day. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I say that a lot because it does wrap it up, but I don't even have to say anything. I could just say, I could just say what the conclusion is. Yeah. It's almost like we're preconditioned to think that we have to say that at that point, just to wrap things up. It's almost like, well, like writing a paper, like you have to in, in, uh, yeah. I know you're talking about. I'm trying to think of what, you know, like in conclusion or, you know, Mm -hmm. like you have to say that to close something out. Mm -hmm. But it's just a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) If I were to put a bookmark. mm -hmm. If I want to end it, if I were, if I were to want to end the conversation, I could, oh, actually like a thing that, no, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even, I'm not, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. What are, um, what are some other bad habits that you want to get rid of? No, like non-vocabulary wise. Bad habits. Um, maybe just picking out eating late. I eat late a lot. I'm, I'm a binge eater. Like when I'm at home and it's, you know, Friday evening and I'm just, you know, sitting with my, my glass of wine or my gin and tonic, like my yeah, stomach at the same, at the same damn time. Maybe. You just got one in each hand. Depending one's, on how I'm trying to have my night. One's for party, one's for relaxation. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but no, uh, drinking alcohol definitely makes me hungry. And I like to, you know, just chill, relax with my glass of whatever. And that inevitably leads to uh, me eating. So at the end of the day, it ends up leading to you eating. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel you on that one. Like at the end of the day. (laughs) Crackers and chips are like the worst two things possible to have anywhere near me when I'm drinking. Because I like to... Really? Because if I don't have a drink in my hand and I've been drinking, then I I feel like I need to have something else in my hand. So I switch to the snack. Oh my goodness. My dog's going ham. Instacart just popped (laughs) into the house. Oh no. Yeah. Um, Taylor's like that too when it comes to the chips and crackers. I'm not a big chip person like that, but... We have our pantry is stacked with fucking chips and crackers and stuff because she loves that shit. Oh yeah, you give me a, a good chip with some dip on it. Whoo boy! Like, what's your favorite chip though? Oh man, uh, you know I'm just. A, Let I'm me a guess. Big... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. I'm gonna say um, you look like either a sour cream and onion or maybe a salt and vinegar. I like salt and vinegar, but it like fucks up my mouth when I eat it. It fucks up everybody's mouth. <laughs> yeah, so I, I try to stay away from the salt and vinegar. I'm, I'm actually just really uh, the chip I end up eating the most is just regular like uh, tortilla chips. Really, it's, with it's nothing on it? No, it's a dip for me, man. That oh. the dip is what makes a chip. Okay, so what's the dip then? Like, what's your go-to dip? Uh, I like using a bunch of different stuff, but I mean, just pico de gallo or salsa. Like, it, you can't go wrong with that combination. Okay, I'm gonna give you a bottle of my sauce because it's mm. hella bomb with uh, chips. It's not too spicy. I don't think that okay. you. Man, like, I mean, I've, I've just accepted at this point I'm gonna get heartburn for most things, so I might as well enjoy it <laughs> if I'm going to. Maybe you need to get. Oh my god, my voice hella cracked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe you need to get like tums or something. I don't know. I tried doing tums, but I mean, I don't. Not know. it. Nah, One of my uh, coworkers said that uh, orange juice helps with heartburn. Oh, How true that is, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna have yeah. to try that. I'm not a big orange juice person though. Oh, not Christian. A lot of sugar. No. Uh, uh, one thing I do eat a lot too uh, at night is. Do you like? Uh, I, I always say this wrong, but. Oh, excuse me. Nan. Non. Nan. Non. Non. The bread. Oh, bro, I love that shit with a little with some hummus sauce or, or some tzatziki. hummus. Yeah, tzatziki yeah. too. Yeah, I'll with both those tzatziki and hummus. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Fred Myers has this one that's like it's like tzatziki, and then it has. Um, like red pepper mm-hmm. dip and it's like a three-layer dip but it's uh, like a mediterranean one. Oh my god it's so fucking good dude you should get the um the mediterranean bowl from panera bread oh i'm not a, I, I don't really eat panera too much but the, the, usually what i get there is pretty good so it's really good it's um it's like a salad but it has like rice and quinoa on it and then Ooh. i add extra chicken and then they got like the tzatziki and then the yogurt and the hummus bro fire Oh my god, that sounds so good. Any kind yeah. of like yogurt dip too, I like because it kind of reminds me of like the the uh, salad dressing on like the the salads that they give you with teriyaki. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit's fire. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that I want to quit as as far as being a bad habit is uh, being impatient with like myself, others, and like the the universe. Like, I think sometimes I'm a little too impatient. You know, it's like, dude, just just fucking relax. You're like, just chill out for a little bit. You'll be fine. Like you feel like you're in a hurry. There I go with the fucking likes. See, yeah, a hurry, and um, maybe sometimes I'm a little too reactive to situations instead of letting them just unfold themselves. Mm. You know, like I, I'll let my emotion dictate it instead of looking at it from a, a broader scale. 
I mean, with everything shut down, we got a lot of testosterone just, you know, simmering. So that's true. That's true. And, you know, I listen to a lot of violent music, so <laughs> we're yeah. already on, on edge. Man, speaking of that, man, I've been watching all these uh, uh, hip hop videos about like all these beefs with these, uh, like the current generation of hip hop like artists. Young, the young kids? Yeah, I feel like I know everything about O Block. you know what's crazy is i try not to feed into that kind of stuff because it's like negative energy stuff but that's so interesting like honestly it really is interesting to see like the history between all these neighborhoods and like all these rappers and stuff and like how even if the rapper is not trying to engage in that stuff like his crews and things from the streets that they come from like it just like pushes them into that like there might be somebody in his crew that beefs with somebody in another crew and all of a sudden both the rappers are now beefing with each other right this is crazy how many crews there are too. That too, yeah, man. Like that whole old block OTF stuff. Like, mm-hmm. man, it's that's some crazy stuff. It really is. Yeah, it's interesting though. It is. It's very interesting. Like, you know, I've been paying attention a lot to like the the Quando Rondo and Dirk beef. Like, that kind of stuff is just fucking nuts. But um, how did we get there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, we were talking about. Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but uh, something about I don't know how we got to rap beef from the universe. But that's... Oh, I was talking about uh, you're talking about or the testosterone simmering. Oh, right. right I was right, watching right. hell of YouTube and yeah. It, um, it also doesn't help that I play violent video games. Like you know, I'm getting a little ramped up when I'm on GTA. Yeah, I need it. I actually ordered a, a two tetrabyte um, hard drive so I can take all my PS4 games put on the PS5. Oh, nice, nice. Small flex, you know. Yeah, does um, it doesn't when like you play an old game on the PS5, it doesn't change like the graphics or anything on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just the same graphics from before. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, that'd be cool if they like did a digital only version of like GTA 5 with like some upgraded graphics, just mm-hmm. like for specifically for the PS5 remastered. Remastered. There you go. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I need to get a new TV. I was looking at an OLED TV, but they're like fourteen hundred bucks for like a decent one. What like, is that? Uh, OLED? OLED? Like an OLED 4K. So they have an OLED, a QLED, and then a 4K. Those are like the oh the three like types that you can get. The only reason why I know this is because I've been like actively looking at what yeah. TV I want to get. Um the OLED is definitely like the best, like it has like the most depth. And it um okay. yeah, it's just good for like gaming. And I mean PS5 like processes pretty fast for like you know higher res games. So right. It's crazy how like um like in college right they came out with like the 4k movies and stuff or like the super high quality movies mm-hmm. and i was like what this isn't going to be any different than you know another movie we popped it like i think we watched prometheus mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever saw that like the alien movie yeah it's like bro this shit looks fucking real like yeah. obviously it's real but it looks like you're there experiencing it it's weird right and like, if you have a tv that's more compatible with it it goes crazy right, yeah, yeah it goes nuts yeah, I have a, I have like an old plasma flat screen. Like it, it's very nice, but it's just not. Um, it's not modern enough for the PS Five. Yeah. So I can I can tell where it's lacking. Like there's just you know some things that just. It just doesn't give me a like a a new vibe. You know. The the color doesn't look as sharp. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just like some shit that I've been seeing on other people's games and stuff. There's a game called. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. It's a samurai game for PS5. Oh, interesting. Or maybe it's for PS4 and people are playing it on PS5. Either way, like the graphics are fucking amazing on a PS5 and an OLED TV. Like that combination is nuts, dude. Like it just looks 
nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. Once I get my PS5, it's probably going to have to come with a new TV. Like, yeah. I'm going to probably have to buy a new TV because my TV is kind of old. Yeah. I got hella gift cards from Christmas, so I'm about to put those in there. Damn, this guy's just running gift card scams. I know, low key. <laughs> oh, damn, that's dope though. Yeah, how much is one of the? What is, how much does one of those TVs run? Like two grand. You can get them like a decent one for like fifteen, something like oh, that. Oh, that's not bad. For like a sixty-five inch. Yeah, that's actually honestly not that bad. I mean, even though it's you're like oh, fifteen hundred dollars for a TV, but think about how long you have a TV for. So yeah, to me, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh what's the first movie you're gonna watch on the new tv i don't even know probably some stupid reality tv <laughs> yeah this is why i wish you were marvel fan because you have to throw that fucking infinity war up on there yeah i will actively search for a dope 4k movie maybe because i haven't watched endgame so maybe i will find yeah, that probably endgame in really 4k any yeah. any big blockbuster movies like that like endgame the transformers movies i always go watch a shit in imax yeah like you have to it's just yeah. it's it's part of the experience I thought about getting wireless surround sound for the behind the scenes because we got the soundbar in front with the whiffer and just yeah. get a little Damn. action behind. Okay. Oh man, that's a nice <laughs> immersive experience. Yeah, real shit. Yeah, and you get some 3D headsets going. Shit's gonna get wild in your living room. Yeah. <laughs> the the <laughs> yeah. dogs are not gonna know what to do. Yeah, they're gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, my bad habits. I'm trying to fix those. <laughs> yeah, we'll try try eating or snacking less. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just gonna eat my dinner later. Are you still uh, doing your intermittent fasting thing? Um, not really, because it was kind of making me sick during the be- uh, beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like I didn't have enough energy. Do you drink got- a lot of energy drinks too? I don't drink any. Oh, don't anymore. Cause it, like there would be times when I used to drink like a bang on an empty stomach. And oh, that I'd, sounds oh, dude. terrible. Cause I would work, uh, this was when I was working at Nike. So we would do like a uh, 5am, um, like stock stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would go in there and I drink a bang and I, I was trying to do the intermittent fasting thing until like noon Bro, my stomach would make the craziest noises. Yeah. I said that shit sounded like an EDM concert. I'd be awake from four to four without eating and it's rough. Like I'll get a headache yeah. at around noon. So now I just like, I get a salad at around 10 and then just eat at four. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Something light. It's a nice balance. Keep it light. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we're going to, our goals now are to uh, eat less and cuss less. There you go. And no be more patient likes. More. Yeah. No more likes. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into this influence one? Yeah, what was that one again? Uh, who had the biggest influence on your life? Yeah, uh, so I guess I could some kind of backstory to this. So actually, I talked to my mom for like two and a half hours last night, which we haven't had like a really good conversation about that in a long time, or like a, a conversation like that in a long time. But it, it had me thinking, even prior to that conversation, like who the biggest influence on your life is as an adult? Because I think we we think who our influences until we get older and realize who we're actually most like, or like where we get most of our traits from. So who would you say is that for you? Mm, I mean, I think my parents obviously influence me. That's kind of yeah. a no brainer. Um, there's some cousins in my life that the older we get, the closer we are, they definitely influence me. Like I'll go to them if I have questions or Shout out if Spice. I want. Yeah. She's definitely one of them for sure. Yeah. And then um, like, if I have like, um, if I just need feedback, like, they're people I trust. Like you influence me. You know what I mean? Oh, thanks, man. You yeah. influence me as well. Definitely. Shit. Like if um like I have a, a group of people that their opinion matters the most to me. And I feel like mm-hmm. that means that they I, I'm influenced by them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was thinking about it with my mom because 
when I was younger, I didn't necessarily see my mom as a huge influence to me. Like not, not that she wasn't, it would just, I'd never viewed it like that. But as I get older and older and stuff, like she's like the person that I've, I go to the most now besides like you and friends and stuff, but she's like the person I go to the most now for what's going on in my life when I didn't necessarily do that as much before. Like, I think as the older I get, the more I connect with her, but she Mm -hmm. also had me young. So, you know, she was 19 when she had me. So she was growing up while I was growing up. Right. You know, so now we've kind of hit a point where now she's giving me more wisdom stuff because she's not a younger adult anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. I also think like my uncles also had like a big influence in my life. Like, um, you know, they were all like military guys and stuff, but yeah, mine's very similar to you, to yours, like to a lot of family, a lot of friends, like a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of people that you don't realize necessarily that you're influenced by either until you like take a step back and look at it. For sure. I know that there's like a lot of relationships in the past where I'm like, bro, you are, here I go with bro, sorry. <laughs> like I look at all these relationships in the past, and I'm just like, like you're a chameleon to me, like you're acting like me. Yeah, you know I mean? it's and that's an also an interesting point to make too. Like sometimes you don't even realize how you're influencing other people. Mm-hmm. Like one day somebody might just start dressing in a certain way, and you're like, "Hold on, bro, you're kind of dressing like me." Like, yeah. and I don't, I'm not even meaning for you to do that. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden you started wearing hats out of nowhere. Like what? Right. Yeah. So yeah, this uh, just had me thinking about influence a lot. Like my mom, I think the biggest trait I get from her, at least. Um, it's just like resilience. Like my mom is always one of those people that I've like seen her at her highest highs and her lowest lows, but her attitude never changes. Like mm-hmm. the circumstances never change her attitude. She might complain, but I wouldn't even say complain. She might vent for a minute and then she gets right back to it. Like mm-hmm. she never lets anything hold her down. And as I get older, I've realized how much more of that character traded I needed from her as I get older. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. fucked up, man. You got to be resilient now. Yeah. I mean... Maybe our parents are just our biggest influence because my dad, like the way that he handles his money, I want to be like that. Um, the way that my mom's caring, I want to be like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they're easily like my number one influences. Yeah. And, and I know that sounds like cliche to pick your parents as your number one influences, but like that's, those are some people that you spend most of your time around. Well, they don't have to be your number one influence. Like not everybody yeah. fucks with their parents, which is. Oh, yeah, for sure it's fine just because their blood doesn't mean you have to fuck with them. Like, I really believe that. Um, right. But there are people that treat you like blood. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was a quote. I can't remember what it is. It's like, it's not blood doesn't make you family. It's like loyalty or something does like it's, it's the, the family and stuff doesn't necessarily have to be people that you share DNA with. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. I was just thinking so much about like my mom lately. Cause I'm, I'm like, uh, we had a long conversation about yesterday. My mom is one of those people that has tried to like find her way in life. You know, like I said, she was growing up while I was growing up too. So she's like, you know, had a, quite a few, I wouldn't say quite a few jobs, but she's had various jobs. And like now, just now she's like honed in, she's been doing Affleck for the last six years. And now she's like honed in on her career. Like everything seems to be in motion for her, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I was just thinking we had those like the big conversation about that last night, just like how proud I am of where she's coming. It like gives me hope for the future because we think that at certain points in life, you have to have things figured out or you have to have things going a certain way. And like, maybe sometimes it, it just takes a little longer for some people. Right. Yeah. Um, what, what are some things that you think are 
needed to even be an influence to people because everyone sees people differently. Like, for example, um, some people want to be like the biggest dope boy in the world, you know? Yeah. But also some people have the same uh, eye for like a CEO. Like someone wants to be a kingpin and someone wants to be a CEO and they see these two people equally. So like, what is the the common denominator? I think maybe it's just like how much of whoever the person that's influencing you, how much of them is you? Like how much mm-hmm. of you, you see in them? That's yeah. Okay. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I bring up my mom, because, like, when I was younger, I didn't see my mom like that. It wasn't until I got older and started experiencing more shit in life that I'm like, oh, we're we're a lot more closer than we think we are mm-hmm. as far as, like, personality and traits and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's just how much of it you see in somebody else. And also, I think it has to do with your environment, too. Like, is this person um, thriving in your environment? Like, does what is what they're doing... Uh, like, does it appeal to you? You know what I mean? Because there's people that like will do be do, like you said with the dope boy thing, right? Mm-hmm. There will be people that are doing well in like the hood environments, but the dope boy is the flashy one, the cool one, you know. So the garbage man that goes to work every day making fifty k, you doesn't look as appealing as that dope boy because right. of the environment that you're in. Right. Yeah, it's just interesting to think about that. Like, there's um, everyone's influenced by something. But there's always a common denominator as to what it is. And like you said, like seeing a little piece of you and somebody else like that, that probably is it. Mm-hmm. I also think that people look for influence um, from people that they aspire to be like that. They see mm-hmm. that, that there's something in that person that they want as themselves or a trait that that person carries that they want to carry that same trait as well. That's true, because there are some people like um, let's say like celebrities that I I look up to like um Elon Musk or like Gordon Ramsay, I don't see me and them at all. I fuck yeah. with Gordon, bro. Like Gordon, no, I, he's I a, like Gordon. Yeah, he's so driven and he uh, he has such a high standard mm-hmm. that he doesn't accept uh, half ass shit. And that goes with Elon too. Like they're both the same type of person. Where it's like, you think I'm mean, but technically, when you leave this situation, you're going to be better because of me. Right. Because you, th- those, those type of people expect a certain level of quality. Mm-hmm. So if you're not meeting that level of quality, it shows you where you can improve as well. So yeah, it might seem harsh coming out of their mouth at the time, but then when you really think about it, it's like, okay, they had to be harsh because they want, they just want the best. It's it's like, they want the best out of the people in front of them. Kind of like Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan's viewed as kind of an asshole to his teammates and stuff, but he just wanted to win. Mm-hmm. Like, and if that mean if that meant that he had to be an asshole for you to go out there and perform better then uh, obviously there's a means to an end. Right. The success would not be there if they did not act like that. Right. Yeah. If you didn't punch Steve Kerr, who knows what that would happen. Real shit. <laughs> That's so Oh, uh, yeah. But I mean, like, even like the celebrity influences you talk about, like, I mean, you know, certified hove stand over here on this side, but it's like the business stuff that I, that appeals to me about Jay-Z. Like, I, at, at one point, I want to be like that. Right. You know, yeah. and have that much influence over, you know, because he just doesn't have influence over people. He has influence over a whole entire culture. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, but I, yeah, when it comes to celebrities, I don't know who's a lot of celebrity influence. Like, for sure, I mean, Jay Z, like, I think Nipsey for both of us has been one a lot lately, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just a real ass person. He's uh, one of those people that takes in everything that he does, like on a daily basis, and he finds a lesson in everything mm-hmm. that he does. And it's authentic. Right. And that's I think so when you, crazy. When you hear Nipsey, you don't have to second guess what he's saying. You don't feel like he's. Um, 
how do I say this? You don't feel like he's like stretching to for something, right? Like you, mm-hmm. he's actually interested in these things. He's actually speaking like the conviction word again. He's speaking with these things with conviction, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's a sponge for new information. So stuff he doesn't know, he's curious about. I think are some great traits like, uh, you know, and especially in business, you have to continue to continuously stay curious. Nipsey's words are never in front of him or they're never behind him. Like they're always like wherever he talks, it's does that make sense? Like if I'm saying some shit that you're kind of like, eh, I don't know, I believe you. That's like, like in front of me, like I'm just like, like gassing myself up. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I'm, if I were to say something that's kind of like, not uh hyping me up that can be annoying too where you're, you're like always talking down about yourself yeah like he's always just so centered i think yeah. i did a bad job of explaining that but centered uh, and i'd say also self-aware very self-aware like he never comes off as like egotistical he doesn't come off as like um cocky or anything like that like he comes off like he wants to help and he wants to learn mm-hmm. which are, are both admirable traits that like I want for myself. I want to be o- more open-minded. I want to be things like that. So that's, I see that in Nipsey. Mm-hmm. My voice keeps cracking. <laughs> so annoying. Um, uh, wrap this up. Yeah. I don't got really anything else anymore on that, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's interesting the older you get, how much you realize that people, even though, even, even the people you think aren't, strong influences in your life end up being the most influential people in your life. And Mm -hmm. especially with like our parents, you know, when when we're kids, we just think of our parents as our parents. Right. But like our parents went through a lot of shit too. Like their parents are real life superheroes. Like I think back about how much my mom had to sacrifice to make sure I was good. Right. You know, and at that time I didn't, I, I didn't see that. And I didn't think of that as like being a role model or an influence until I got older and realized like, damn, she really was out here doing shit to make sure that I was good. Mm-hmm. before even sometimes before she was good yeah i mean that's just sound like a dope parent to me yeah so shout out my mom shout out uh shout out Jeanette. yeah shout out Jeanette. <laughs> and shout out your parents too man i love your parents yeah great people shout out mama and my dad <laughs> <laughs> uh shout outs oh i mean yeah speak of the shout outs yeah that's um, my that's my shout out right there you got a shout out for me this week that that was it <laughs> oh for your parents <laughs> yeah so, um, okay. I've got a shout out. Uh, so we were talking about DMX earlier mm-hmm. and, um, we were talking about his passing. Now, a lot of the, one of the things that I've drawn from his passing a lot is like how loyal Swiss beats was to him, mm. like through everything, you know, like through the drug addiction, through all the jail stuff, like Swiss stayed down with them. And he always just had it in his mind that he will do anything to see DMX succeed. I got a recommendation in my YouTube of Swiss in an interview, I guess, talking about DMX, which I didn't click on it. Um, yeah. But I'm assuming it talks about some of the stuff too. Yeah. He just, you just uh, knew that, like, no matter what DMX went through, like, a lot of people would just give up on people like that throughout their entire life. And, you know, like, almost like these people are damaged goods because they keep going in and out of rehab and things like that. But Swiss stayed by his side the whole time. So that was my first shout out was for Swiss. A second shout out, though especially with the DMX stuff is like giving people their flowers. So mm-hmm. gave my mom my flower or her flowers. But I also wanted to give you your flowers too, bro. Like, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah, sometimes I'm not like the easiest person to deal with. Sometimes, you know, like I might make the selfish choice in life, but like you've always stayed down. Like you've always stayed a great friend and you never judged me for the things I've done. 
you know, and you've always just tried to give me guys. And that goes for Tay, too. You know, like both of you guys. It's like, why, one of you, like, you two are more of the most important people in my life because you guys have always just stayed down and never made me feel weird, never made me feel like less, you know, anything like that. That's real. But I do want to say, like, you make that shit easy, though. You I know what I mean? That. Yeah. So we ain't doing anything special, bro. Like, it's we're bouncing energies. That's all. Yeah, but you know, like I, with the DMX passing, like it just really put things into perspective. Of me of like making sure that the people that you love and care about know that you yeah. love and care about them, especially when you know things happen. As we get older, you you lose a lot of friends, you lose a lot of personal relationships and stuff. It's I think it's important to give the people that are that still stick around their yeah. flowers. Appreciate that. So I, pre- I appreciate and love you guys, man. Yeah. Bottom of my heart. I'm gonna go tell Tay after this too. <laughs> and Kilo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry and Callie yeah <laughs> you say kilo and Callie and your dark dog starts going in <laughs> I know you know the nice thing I like about this mic is there's a mute button on it that is pretty dope yeah maybe I need to get one I, I like it it was like I think it was 130 yeah that's not bad yeah it looks no, cool no. too yeah I like this little setup yeah um but yeah so uh i want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the no structure podcast uh if you laughed with us enjoyed what we had to say want to hear more make sure you hit that subscribe button and spread the word uh we're here every monday spotify soundcloud youtube google podcast apple podcast uh the website's a no structure podcast.com you can connect with us on instagram at no structure podcast uh bid you farewell hope everybody has a good week and uh, remember that having no structure is still technically having a structure yeah yeah and stop snacking people yeah hey <laughs> if y'all want to get on the podcast too hit us up i'm curious yeah yeah on this shit <laughs>